to redefine yourself, to reinvent yourself, to reboot yourself, to re-energize yourself, to re-excite yourself. And so your book is so well written with such eclectic wisdom that it ignites a lot of others. Hello and welcome to The Daily Helping with Dr. Richard Schuster. Food for the brain, knowledge from the experts, tools to win at life. I'm your host, Dr. Richard. Whoever you are, wherever you're from, and whatever you do, this is the show that is going to help you become the best version of yourself. Each episode, you will hear from some of the most amazing, talented, and successful people on the planet who followed their passions and strive to help others. Join our movement to get a million people each day to commit acts of kindness for others. Together, we're going to make the world a better place. Are you ready? Because it's time for your daily helping. So I feel that this is turning away from the topic of your genius. And I want to bring us back to it because you have so many pearls of wisdom. So I, I thank you for, for the tease to be sure. So now we've established, we've got a rocking title and we have carved out our 22 minutes a day and we've written the book that we're all meant to write. I know part two of your book talks about marketing, marketing, marketing. So if you're just writing a book for the first time, you're a first-time author, you may be a first-time marketer. So give us some an overview of some things that you can do to so you don't wind up in that... <laughs> I'm going to do that again, guess. So you don't wind up in that pile at Barnes & Noble. So uh, let's, let's talk about marketing. And by the way, I like buying the titles at Barnes & Noble. I've got 50,000 books of, I've touched, at least. I haven't read through every one of them word to word. The answer is, I, I'm going to ask you to do what I did. I interviewed the 101 best-selling fiction and nonfiction authors. Now, I didn't ask them how to write. I thought I knew how to do that. I guess I got critics like anybody that's big. The bigger you are, the bigger target you are. But basically, I interviewed the last interview of James Mitchell, and he told me what he did. I said, what do you do to market? And one of the guys we interviewed, and I did Dr. Wayne Dyer. I did Scott Peck. I'll just do Scott Peck. Scott Peck was at Harvard with Jack. Jack was a little ahead of him in class. He graduated, Jack, Dr. Camville graduated third. But Scott is a psychiatrist who is 58 weeks, number one on New York Times on a road less traveled, a phenomenal book. And if you haven't read it, you want to put it in your list of books to read, just like I ask you to read a lot of my books. But we whited out his name on a New York Times list, put Chicken Soup for the Soul, Mark Victor Hansen, and Jack Canfield. And then we put it on the mirror visualizing is realizing you got to implode it. You got to believe it before you can have, you got to live in the assumption that you're going to have a bestseller. We put it on the mirror in my office, Jack's office, my home mirrors and Jack's home mirrors. And we own the concept before we got there. But what Scott said is just one of the things. And then I wrote down all these 202 ideas. We did them as a, a wow of a business plan and we still got rejected by 144 publishers. So you got to, not accept the rejection of the publishing industry. And I'll talk to what to do now because the world has changed totally thanks to COVID. Seven months has changed more than 70 years of history as far as I'm concerned. So compressing it, we wrote that and said, we'll do all that stuff. And then the other subtitle you got to do is you got to do bypass marketing. And the bypass marketing is we went to Coca-Cola because they were the biggest and we found out people who drink Coca-Cola don't read books. People who do Diet Coke are the omnivorous readers. So he said, okay, we'll do a fun. Is that true? Is that, is that true? That, yeah, we that, tested. That you have, how interesting. 
yeah, we believe feedback's breakfast of champion. They let me test and we found out. So we were on the side of 50 million diet Coke cases for six months with my book, Chicken Soup of the Romantic Soul, and Nora Roberts' book, Hidden Ridges. And we raised enough money that we got 15,000, kids into boys and girls clubs. Because I said, hey, look, these kids are poor. This is called cause-related charity. And, and then it took our book to number one, and it just rocked. And what I'm saying How is, cool is say, well, what a, what a publisher say? Publisher says, you go to these 20 bookstores, you get on the New York Times list, and then that's all you got to do. No, you got to be a consistent, insistent, persistent, never-ending marketing of your book and books, like you've seen me talk about multiple books here today, because I want you to write prequels and sequels, but I want you to start marketing and never stop marketing, because marketing is reaching out. Marketing is saying, what can I do to serve this audience and expand the audience so I serve and help more people? But in terms of tools, and obviously, the average person who's going to write a book and certainly everyone listening to this does not have the ability to march into Coca-Cola and get their book put on the side of a Neither box. Did I. No, nobody has that ability. You just decide to do it. And then your subconscious, remember, ask, you figure out how to get there and how to triangulate because anyone can get to anyone. You're never more than six people away. And as you get more famous, you're four people away, three people. I, I think I'm one or two people away. That's why so many companies hire me to open doors that they can't open because now I'm the world's best-selling author. But I started with zero. My parents were illiterate Danish people. They It wasn't that they were dumb. When they came here in the 30s, they didn't have, there's no ESL, English is a second language. You couldn't go learn English. So they lived in a little Denmark. And my dad was a Danish baker. And, you know, we hung around. I thought everybody had friends named Torval and Sven and Yuna. I didn't know. That's wild. I, I certainly know that that's true, is that you know, if we put an idea in our head, we can make that happen with, with belief and with hard work. Give us a few, though. I, I just want to transition out of the marketing with just a, a few quick tips that anyone can employ right now in their marketing. First of all, there's 2 million podcasts today, this second in America. It is the greatest, fastest, it's the big change. In 1950s, we got the first television in our neighborhood. My dad put all the money together and we had, I had their four boys and we were all young and beating each other up and thought a TV will distract them. And sure enough, it did. But all the neighbors came to our house, they inundated our house because we had the only TV. It was like 1956 or seven. So the point is, I'm saying podcasting is what ABC, NBC, and CBS was. It is video. Everyone's doing it. The average American's listening seven and a half hours a week. It's expected to go with by the end of this year to 10 hours because people are tired of negative TV and radio. So they're turning to the podcast that they want. The point is every one of us can get on a podcast, but you as an author have to figure out what is your niche that you want to grow rich in is my cliche. And you pick the little niches where you can dominate and then you expand from there. And, you know, like when I started, I, I just was selling the life insurance business. And then I expanded to the chiropractic market. And then I expanded to the church market, a very special part. And, and, you know, you expand. And then I did the real estate market. All of a sudden, this thing called Century 21 began. And then we had Remax. And then Keller Williams and Gary Keller started his company because of my books. You know, so the point is you expand your market, but you start and you take total market penetration of one market and you do it very free to an audience that the podcasters already built. So if I were speaking to a group of 500, that'd be a nice audience. But 
like, like average podcast, I don't know what yours has, but let's say over time, we're going to have 10,000 listeners. That's better than trying to even go out and talk. And now I do that four or five times a day. I mean, we're in the most exciting time ever, ladies and gentlemen. And yes, there's a lot of parts of the market collapsing. Yes, 50 million of us are unemployed. Yes, we're going to have to reboot, rethink, reinvent. And I'm saying part of that reinvent is you need to write a book so you really take ownership of who you are and what you can become. Hey guys, Dr. Richard here. For the past seven years, I've been privileged to bring you incredible guests who are changing the world and can help you become the best version of yourself. I'm really excited to share with you a new quiz that I created based on my clinical training that will curate for you a custom list of my top episodes and actionable strategies to help you wherever you are on your journey. All you need to do is go to drrichardschuster.com to take it, and it's 100% free. You'll be taking the next step on the journey to unlocking the power of you, and I can't wait to see where you'll go. I love that. That is so well said. The interesting thing too, and I've heard this said, is that we're living in an era where it's never been easier to put content out there. But by the same tip, uh, it's it's harder than ever to get noticed because everybody's saying, hey, look at me, look at me. Are there a, a couple of things for those who you know want to get on podcasts or clever ways that they can stand out that you've utilized in the past? I would say unequivocally that, okay, so I've never been asked that question, but three things. Number one is decide that you're going to get on a podcast and ask everybody to get on a podcast. The first couple are the only hard ones because once you're on a podcast, if you deliver what you call pearls of wisdom a minute ago, and everybody can do it. They can figure it out. They can go write other people, read other people's quotes and start writing better quotes. Then ask that person, like I've asked you, recommend three other people to us. And then I recommend really great people to you. And I ask you, them, to get other three podcasts. And, and pretty soon you're crossing paths and you get to everybody you want. And then we went through the list of who are the top 200 podcasters in the world. And I wrote all of them. Most of them didn't answer. But then sooner or later, because now I know who I want to get on. I want to get on Grant Cardone's show. I want to get on Tom Ballou's show. I want to get, you know, on this show and that show. And so I ask everybody very specifically, have you been on Grant's show? And he's got 100 million viewers. Or Joe Grogan just sold his podcast for $100 million to Spotify after eight years. I mean, you know, and I've got a few friends that know him. Now, I haven't been on his show yet, but I'll bet before the end of the year, I can, I'm predicting now I will go on his show and all the shows I just mentioned. Why? Because you and I know how the mind works. You make the decision in consciousness imploded into the subconscious deeply pervasively. It starts to attract it back to you because there's only one universe and we're all connected in this whole, you know, Jungian mind, you know, there's one collective mind. There's, and if you do it from a God point of view, God's a mainframe computer. My definition, you and I are many frames off the mainframe. So somehow we can get to everybody else in the frame. <laughs> I love that. You know, I, I knew when you got back on my calendar that even though we were going to talk about writing a book, I knew we were going to go in a lot of really cool directions. And, and we certainly did. Mark, as ever, it's been an honor and a pleasure to have you on The Daily Helping. As you know, and, and you've done this once before, so you got to come up with something different. I always ask my guests, to share with the audience their biggest help. And what's that one thing you want the audience to walk away with after hearing our conversation today? I want to ask you to write a book 
like I said a minute ago, to redefine yourself, to reinvent yourself, to reboot yourself, to re-energize yourself, to re-excite yourself. And so your book is so well written with such eclectic wisdom that it ignites a lot of others. And, and we have a pulsating wave go out that helps humanity to become absolutely, completely, 100% economically and physically successful. It's never been available before, but you and I now have the technology to do it. I'll give you the software, the hardware, like podcasting, like documentaries exist, that all of us can do it for the first time in humanity. Absolutely awesome. Tell us the title of the book one last time and where people can pick this up. You have a book in you and you can get it at Amazon. And then I ask you to go to my website and go to reception at markvictorhanson.com. Give us the receipt and we're going to send you $150 worth of goodies. We're going to send you stuff like I did with Earl Nightingale, the most listened to tape in the world. Only tape we know of audio listened to by over 200 million people. Earl Nightingale and I did called The Strangest Secret. That's just one of seven things that we're going to give you. And you're going to love all of them. And, and one is what you asked me about as from blank page to bestseller I wrote. And you're going to love that. Just it's stuff that doesn't exist unless you get a copy of the book for $7 electronically, which we think is a hell of a bargain. $7 that you could go out and make millions with. And then I'm going to give you the rest to make sure that every, I want everyone to be infinitely more successful than they've ever dreamt of because we need people to think bigger to get us out of this conundrum. As you know, my corporate symbol, like I did in this book, is a butterfly. And, and where does a butterfly start? You cannot look at, at caterpillar and predict butterfly. But where are we as humanity? We're in a cocoon, and it's dark, and it's black, and it's scary, and it's called a chrysalis, and, and he's in there. And pretty soon, he's you know filled himself up just like a, a baby in a womb. And when he breaks out, and that's where we're at, but the, each of us has to break out. And the only way we can break out, or the easiest way I know, every one of us can write our way out of this dilemma. I mean, all of history, people have written us out of dilemmas, right? And, and gotten us out of depressions. Like 1898 was The Science of Getting Rich, written by Wallace Waddles. And then the last depression, 29 to 39, Napoleon Hill wrote Think and Grow Rich and wrote all the fireside chats for FDR. You have nothing to fear, but fear itself, confront your fears and make it disappear. Like, I want everyone to write so we can write our way out of this conundrum and this doldrum that we're in, which we've got to be high-rising butterflies from. I love that. I love that so, so deeply. Mark, give us that URL and that email address one more time where people can get all those goodies. As soon as you've got a copy of, you have a book and you go to reception at Mark, M-A-R-K, Victor, V-I-C-T-O-R, Hanson, H-A-N-S-E-N.com. Send us your receipt. We're going to give you all those goodies electronically in a nanosecond because I really want more for all these. Everyone's got more in them. And right now, in this cocoon, we've been squished. We've been squandered. We've been delayed. We've been denied. And it's only bad if you let it be bad. What I want to do is take that disadvantage and find enormous opportunity for everyone that will partake of it. And I want everyone to partake because there's no downside. Amen. As ever, this has been a pleasure. And something tells me we'll be doing this again (laughs) very, very, very soon. I look forward to it. Absolutely. This was so much fun. Mark, thanks for coming back on the show. It was a blast. My pleasure, Dr. Richard. Thank you. 
Absolutely. And thank each and every one of you as well who chose to tune into this episode. If you like what you heard, go subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review because that's what helps other people find the show. But most importantly, go out there today and do something nice for somebody else, even if you don't know who they are, and post it in your social media feeds using the hashtag MyDailyHelping because the happiest people are those that help others. 